1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
0: Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titans Nard Walker and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get ready to break down the Titans upcoming matchup against the Indianapolis Colts. We have round two, first round, didn't exactly go in the Titans' favor, was a real struggle in the second half, and we'll get into all that. But I, I did want to say beforehand that this episode coming out a day earlier, we know that normally we will drop the episode on Thursday, but with it being Thanksgiving, we wanted to get it out a day earlier. And we hope that you all have a blessed and happy Thanksgiving and you're able to spend it with your family. But to get things started, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Online. The season is in full swing, and you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at Bet Online. You know, right now I just checked the line, Denard, and the Titans are setting at a, a three and a half point dog. So if you're feeling confident that Titans are going to, one, win, hey, take the money line. Two, if you think they can keep it within three, go ahead and hammer that. But from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes, so head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And Denard, I know the people are—they're curious. It's like, man, we we just got through playing the Colts. There's only been one week off from since that game took place in Nashville. This time we're going on the road to Indianapolis, and this game is for first in the AFC South. So to really set yourself apart. In the division race, this game has a lot of implications. But when we're looking at this game and we're comparing it to the first time that these two teams met, what is it that the Titans need to do differently in order to come out of there with a win on Sunday?
1: Well, D, I'm going to start by saying I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving and I hope everyone stays safe during this pandemic. And let's just hope that what happened last year when Tennessee went to Indy and pull the big one out of their 31-17. And the way that they will be successful Sunday is they have to play at least on the defensive side of the ball like they played uh, two weeks ago. And the reason that I say this is that the defense only gave up 13 points going into the third quarter, and that will really get you a victory really against a really good offense. Now, offensively, you cannot sputter. you got to play that you played. Uh, like you played Sunday, you got to play lights out. You have to convert on third downs. That's going to be the key this week for the offense is to be able to convert uh, when it comes to third down. we got to win third down Sunday in order to beat this team. And then last not least, D, special teams, your favorite part of the game. We got Britt Kern back from what I understand. So we got one of the best punters. We shouldn't have an issue. We shouldn't have a mental breakdown on the punt team. So if all three units can play well, play with continuity, I think this team—and I mean the Titans—should come out of Indy with a victory Sunday.
0: When you look back at that game last or two Thursdays ago, I guess at this point, yeah, it's just one of those where it's like you can just see the mistakes were the type that are fairly easy to fix. Yeah, and you just got to go out and execute. One of the things that. Titans fans, uh, I know. Last year we were able to get a win up in Indy, but it's just one of those rivalries where, whenever they've had Peyton Manning healthy, they've had Andrew Luck healthy. It's just not really gone in the Titans' favor, and so I know a lot of Titans fans are a little hesitant about this game. But I'm definitely under the impression, like that this is definitely a winnable game. And after that showing that we saw in Baltimore, I feel pretty good that we're going to come out and at least have another game that is actually going to come down to the final quarter, the final possession, might I add. But, Denar, whenever you look at, one, just this, this matchup in general, how important in your mind is a win here?
1: Well, they're all big because, as I alluded to in the last two podcasts, we're literally into what we call the meat and potato part of the schedule. That's what coaches and players call it. This is called the thick. You're in the thick of things now. And this is where playoff teams start to – really distanced themselves away from the pack. And if you want to be relevant and you really want to gain more momentum, this is the time to do it. This is where I said last year, this is where the Titans really made their mark was down the stretch. And the way I look at it, you know, this is what I call the second game in the meat and potatoes part of the schedule. So every game uh, that they play from here on out is very costly and it's very pivotal uh, to this team moving to where they want to initially be. And that is not only wrapping up a playoff berth, but at least having a chance, which will give you a chance to play for that Covenant Super Bowl ring that you've been that has eluded you for a long time. You know, we've never had one in Titan history. So this will be a big game that can basically get you closer to where you want to be.
0: Yeah, Denar, whenever you're looking at the lineups, the matchups, obviously last time the Titans... It took them a little bit before they were able to get Derrick Henry going, but in the second half, he started to make some noise. Uh, from the receiver standpoint, you didn't see A.J. Brown get really involved. They, they, But by they, they, I mean the Colts, they did a good job keeping him in check. What is the matchup that you're really looking at this week and you're needing to see the Titans try to, we'll say, focus in on a certain person? That's easy.
1: I'm going Xavier Rose and Kenny Moore versus A.J. and C.D. That's the matchup that I'm looking at this week. I'm going to pay very close attention because last time the Colts won the defensive battle against our offense, uh, in particular, the receiver's position. They were not able to make plays. And you know, as well as I know, that when A.J. and Corey is on, they're two of the best tandem in the league. If they're not, then I just don't believe that Tennessee has a chance to win this game. So this is a matchup that I really feel like will determine uh, who wins that game Sunday is AJ and CD versus Rhodes and Moore, and whoever wins those matchups, I think that's where the that's who will walk out of this game with the W.
0: When you're looking at the Titans receivers, definitely trying to make some plays, and we we talked about it a little bit last time, but who knows how that game goes in Nashville if AJ Brown catches that one pass on the second drive it's pretty much just a go route and he drops it what would have been a touchdown titans would have been up 14 nothing um but i mean like that's just that's just part of football there's those breaks that can can go for you can go against you but aj i know he kind of came on a little bit there late against the ravens but he's had some issues dropping the ball the last couple of games is is that usually just a thing of not being disciplined and making sure that the ball gets all the way into him before he's looking to make his move? I mean, because we saw, like, once he had that incredible touchdown in Baltimore, it worked out really well. But I need to see him be more consistent whenever he's being targeted.
1: Yeah, you know what? People go through, I like to call, we just go through some times in the season where it's just things are not necessarily clicking like it should be. We sometimes will have weeks where it's like, I'm sure everything that is thrown to you is like a beach volleyball. You know, it's easy to catch. And then all of a sudden you may have a week where it's just like a lack of concentration. It can be sometimes you're just in a rut and you got to fight through that. Sometimes it can be fatigue. Sometimes it literally can be where a guy is just not concentrating. There's so many factors. But the best, when you want to be an elite receiver in this league or an elite cornerback, or an elite player, you have to do it week in and week out. And that's what I like to see from A.J. Because when A.J. game is on, he is, at least in my opinion, one of the best in the business. Uh, He is a dynamic. He is an explosive player. If I was a cornerback and I had to guard, if I have to match up with him one-on-one, I know that it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a dogfight. But again, we we saw in Cincinnati where they were able to lock him down, and then look what happened that week. With Tennessee they got beat so really to me he's the x factor on this offense now we know that when he gets going this offense is so electric and so that's really where I like to see uh, them start off the game is getting him acclimated getting him going early in the game and basically saying listen we're going to set the tone with our receivers because last time your defensive backs uh, set the tone for the game and it was a long night for Ryan that's one of the reasons they lost, because they were not able to convert on third down. And that's going to be the key in the way that you convert is your receivers got to get open. And so this is going to be a dog dogfight. Uh, again, I'm not going to bet against them. I'm going to roll with AJ. And I feel like if this team is going to win Sunday, it's going to come down. Like I said, I'm going to say this again and again and again, it's going to come down to our receivers making plays.
0: Denard, to kind of flip to the other side, whenever you look at the Colts and on the defensive side of the ball the last time these two teams played or sorry for the Colts on the offensive side of the ball they didn't really seem to have like any outstanding plays they were just pretty methodical throughout the entire game and I mean you ended up with Philip Rivers being 29 of 39 for 203 yards at the running back position Nakeem Hines he finished with 12 carries for 70 yards now Michael Pittman did have seven receptions for 101 yards but it didn't seem like they had one guy that was able to beat you it was just they were able to move the ball around yeah. hitting multiple people what's what's the best plan of attack whenever they're just able to spread it out so well and you're not really having to focus in on one person
1: well you know what you just said is how tennessee wins when they distribute the ball to a multitude of you know of guys what happens we're incredible we're hard to stop you know this this unit on our offense is hard as we saw that last week you know we saw that excuse me sunday when they was able to get the ball to John New. You know, they started off the game saying, Listen, we got to get the big man going. You know, it's been a while. You know, I know he'd been hampered with a little ankle injury, you know, but listen, when he got going, basically you saw the offense open up. We saw when the receivers got going, he got AJ, he got Corey, he got, you know, Batson. He got the ball and he distributed to a bunch of guys. And that's what you want to do. And that's the game plan for Indy. They came in this game and said, Listen, we're not just gonna focus on Jonathan Taylor. We're not just going to focus on T.Y., Pascal. We're going to give it to a lot of guys and let them guys make plays. We saw a lot of, you know, a lot of quick passes uh, to Pittman. Uh, We saw a lot of reverses. We saw a lot of some zone. We saw everything from this offense. But that is the reason that offensive coordinators do that is to keep you off balance. They don't want you to get like, you know, like you got to have a certain guy like in the old days when you played against the 49ers and, you know, I got to stop number 80. You know those days are over. You know guys are so good now. What makes offense so good is that when you're able to distribute the ball to a multitude of different guys, it creates so many opportunities for guys that's not getting the ball. Because what happens is now it opens up plays for Naheem Himes. We wasn't cons- we didn't think last time that he was going to have an impact on the game like he did. He was the X factor. You know he's the guy that we just like. Where, where did he come from? He was third on the depth chart. They was basically. Uh, implementing Jordan Wilkins. He was getting more carries coming into the game. We were focused on Jonathan Taylor, and it was like, well, Taylor didn't really play, and Naheem Himes just came in and just basically roasted (laughs) the defensive unit. We couldn't account for him. So, again, that's what happens when you keep defenses guessing is you keep them off balance, and the way that you win is to keep those units off balance. I know it's like, Denar, you keep repeating it. That's why you do it. You know, so that's the key for our defense this week is just make sure you play the way that you played last last time. Let them distribute the ball. Make the tackle. Don't give up any explosive plays. Win on fourth down like you did in the red zone because that should galvanize the unit, but it ended up being horrific because when they was able to stop the Colts on a fourth and one, then our offense basically became stagnant. Then we got a shank punt. And the, again, defense, they basically – Accepted the challenge again, stopped the Colts again, and then guess what happened? Then you get a, a block putt for a seven. So again, the defense just has to do exactly what they did last time. Just keep everything in front of you. Don't give up any uh, crazy stuff behind you, you any be explosive plays, 50-50 balls. And if you do that, that's going to give your defense and your unit a chance to uh, win that battle.
0: Tonight, speaking of the defense, last Sunday against the Ravens, we saw Jayon Brown go out with an elbow injury. That injury is going to sideline him for the rest of the season, and you know, that's a that's a huge loss for the Titans, and, I, and I'm really curious to kind of see, I, obviously I expect Will Compton to step up and have to kind of fill in, fill in for him, and you saw whenever he went out, when Jayon went out against the Ravens, Compton was the one who they put the mic in the helmet, and he was kind of lining everybody up. How how big of an impact do you think losing Jay on is going to be for one this game and then just the rest of the season?
1: Well, you don't want to lose no starters uh, going down the stretch, but we know that it's inevitable um, in the national football league is that guys are going to get hurt. This is why you have what a 53 man roster plus your practice squad and you know, these guys, that guys, whatever. But listen, When you put a jersey on, when you put a uniform on, and your number is called, you are expected to go in there and play the same way that that starter played. There should not be no drop-off. And the greatest thing about Will Compton, he is a savvy vet. He's been through the battles. He's been through uh, the rigors of this game. He knows everything that it takes to be successful in this league because if he didn't, he would not be here. So when you put a uniform on in this game, and unfortunately if something happens to – anybody. I don't care if it's Rashawn, you expect the next man up attitude. That's the way this team has been winning because they've had a lot of guys go down and then you had a lot of guys step up. And that's the way that you win is that it's not always going to come from the guys that you started with. It's going to come from the guys that sometimes got to step in that you might have to finish with. So if they can do that, and I know Will, he's he's just a great player. I mean, he can play. If he couldn't, believe me, Mike Vrabel, uh, he wouldn't be a part of this team. Coach Rabel wouldn't waste his time with no player. But he knows that Will Compton in and get that defense, uh, get get them ready, get them lined up, and they're not going to miss a beat. They didn't miss a beat Sunday, so I don't expect them to miss a beat uh, for the game against uh, the Colts uh, this Sunday.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you, and it's one of those things to where with Will, I mean, he's familiar with the system. He's he's been in the program a couple of years. And he's one of those guys who he's he's been moved down to the practice squad, had to be called up. And it's just kind of, you never know week to week with him. And so he's one of those guys that I think whenever he goes out there, he does play with his chip on his shoulder because he realizes like, hey, I'm there's no guarantee that I'm, I'm going to be out here come the next week. But, Denard, I know we've kind of been talking about what we need to see in order for the Titans to win and, and also for the Colts, like what they're going to look to do to try to attack this team. But when we get down to it, what do you expect to happen? I mean, as we kind of wrap up this show and, and get ready to i guess head into the Thanksgiving weekend. What all are you anticipating that the Titans do whenever they come out in this game on Sunday?
1: Well, it's easy because when you play a team in the division, you know that team. So you know everything they're going to do, okay? That's that's the greatest thing about this game when you play a team twice. It's like, okay, I know what they I know what they're going to do. I know their DNA. I know what they want to do. So it's very easy. The game plan this week—you don't have to change anything. This is what you got to do. Number one, start with our special teams because that's where we lost the game at last time. Let's do the little things on special teams. Let's make sure our punt team—we uh, got—we we, can—we can account for every one of their guys on that defensive side of the ball. Okay. Let's make sure that we don't make this an issue. Let's do the little things like get the snap back. You know, to the punter. Just the little small things can actually loot. They can be, become something very big in this game that can end up getting you beat. So you let's make that. sure we do. Yeah.
0: You saw that against the we Ravens? You saw that.
1: Exactly. You know, when the special, and then, you know what? Just like we called that fake punt the other night, hey, let's catch them off guard sometimes. You know, right now, you got to have a little tricks, you know, every now and then to kind of keep units uh, a little bit off balance. So again, You want to make sure that your special teams show up offensively. You want, you got to convert on third down. Last time they had a third and one, which I basically questioned the call and I usually don't question Arthur Smith. I don't understand why when you have, you got Jeremy Nichols, even though, you know, the D train was a little banged up, still run the ball. You know, listen, if it's just one yard, go get it. You know, don't be trying to roll out against a team that really their defense is based on speed. You know, so they're really good on the edges. So again, as the offensive unit, you have to convert on third down this week. It is so imperative that if they're able to convert on third down, that sustained drives. And that keeps that offense uh, for the Colts, that keeps them on the sideline. So again, make sure you're able to convert on third down. Defensively, don't do anything any different. Play the way that you played last time. Play with a passion. Play with a chip on your shoulders. And when it's time for you to make a play like you did last time on that fourth and goal where you was able to stop those guys, listen, you know, do that. You know, raise your game and and take it up on yourself to say, hey, maybe this unit has to win the game for us. I don't know. But again, if you do that, then that will give you a chance to be successful Sunday against this coach teams because both teams really are identical. I mean, they're both a a reflection of one another. So that's what makes this game so fun is that they're so even. But the problem is, if you start making mistakes, then we saw what happened last time, this thing will get out of hand. And that's what you don't want.
0: The biggest thing I need to see, obviously, is going to have to deal with field position and how our special teams play, just simply based off the outcome that you saw last time. I mean, you went to the game halftime, or you went in halftime, tied. And then as we've talked countless times, it just fell apart after that. But The one guy, and I mean, I know this is kind of a cliche answer for any time a team does well, but the guy I'm looking at to have a big game's got to be Ryan Tannehill. Just simply based off how he performed last time, it wasn't like he did anything terrible, but he was just meh. And we we see that when Ryan is really able to show out and put on a show, this team's able to go to the next level. And I mean, last time, 15 of 27 for 147 yards, only averaging 5.4 yards an attempt. Like we got to be able to stretch that deep ball a little bit more. We got to have some of those explosive plays to keep that defense on the edge of their seat and if if you can do that because i mean like ryan didn't take the sacks he only had one sack last time and so if you're able to play like that but nothing big ever comes from it it's one of those things to where we've we've seen the titans magic number we know if they can get 30 points they've not lost a game and if they can replicate what we saw sunday against baltimore and you take it up there against Indianapolis cuz like both these teams are coming off big wins. Titans get the win over Baltimore, the Colts get the big second half comeback just like the Titans did but against the Packers. And so both these teams should be fired up. They know what's on the line. But I I need to see that Ryan Tannehill we saw earlier in the year because he did good a Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens, but the way he was playing earlier compared to kind of what we've seen now, it's just it's not exactly been the same and and so if he is able to Do what we saw, we'll say, like weeks two through six. I expect the Titans to walk out of there with the win, and I hope that's the case. And so, Denard, as we get ready to give our picks, I'll let you do the honors of going first.
1: Well, okay, I'm going to say this, uh, because, David, you just hit it. You took the words right out of my mouth. We've been talking about this all summer. We we said this. We said, as Ryan goes, so does this team. Remember, we kept talking about that. You know, as he goes, so does his team. He is the leader of this team, and I truly believe that if Ryan is able to get some protection, uh, they protect him well Sunday, and he's able to have time to distribute the ball to AJ and Corey. If we get Derek, you know Derek, you know what he's going to do: Batson, uh, Khalif, Raymond, Janu. You, if he utilizes those weapons and the defense play like they play. Uh, last time, and the special teams show up, I think this game could be just like last year in Indy, 31-17 Tennessee, if they do what I just said. <laughs> I, hope, yeah. I hope they are able to do. But if they do that, I got 31-17 Tennessee winning.
0: Running it back from last year. All right. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind it one bit, man. I I'd, I'd prefer that to be the case. Usually whenever you get that 14-point cushion right there, you feel a little bit better yeah, towards the end. You do. I think it's going to be closer. I definitely think it's going to be closer than what we saw Two weeks ago. I picked the Colts last time. I'm not going to do it this time. I'm going to roll with the Titans, but I also have to have them get to their magic number of 30. I think it's going to be right at 30, and I'm taking the Titans 30 to 27, and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to pray this isn't the jinx, but a game-winning field goal from Steven Goskowski, Denard. Yes! He's a believer! I'm going to do it. <laughs> Even if he if he has that opportunity, and he does not come through for me, Denard, I'm demanding he gets cut, just so you know. Don't you don't
1: you text me if that don't you text my phone if something goes wrong because that's what... you, you are so a sore loser. But the fact that you just sit there and said that, it tells me one thing that you are a believer
0: in Steven Gestowski. I need it to happen. I'd love for it to happen. <laughs> Hopefully that get his his juices flowing like we saw back whenever he was with the Patriots. Jim Nance, I thought was going to jinx him in the Ravens game whenever he said that um, Stephen Gostkowski's never missed a kick in overtime. And then basically, as soon as he said that, the next play, Derrick Henry takes that run to the house for a touchdown. So you do not really have to worry about it. But hey, right? I don't know. It's going to be hopefully a fun game. It's going to be a great week of football all around. We got games on Thursday. Whenever you look at the Texans playing the Lions, you got. Right now, it's still on, but the Steelers and the Ravens there is some questions surrounding Ravens having some positive COVID tests, and then on I believe the nightcap you have the Cowboys versus the football team in Washington. So hopefully enjoy those games. Get ready for Sunday. Got college football action throughout the throughout the weekend as well. But Denard and I will uh, be here next Monday to hopefully be recapping a Titans win. But Denard. With that said, buddy, I wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving, and I've I've really been thankful to be doing this show with you, and I, I look forward to it every time we get the opportunity, so I just wanted to say that and pass that along before we, we head it out for tonight's show.
1: Likewise, buddy. God bless you and your family.
0: You as well, and we wish all of you all a happy Thanksgiving. That is going to do it for us today. For Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network, and as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Titans. That's B L E A V. T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred
1: platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.